Hi, I'm Kathy Rotes. I'm an executive leadership coach, certified with John Maxwell, and an upper level leader of a direct selling company. I get to teach and coach leadership and practice what I preach with my growing team. It's no secret that every person in the world is unique. Each person has unique strengths and talents. They may be similar to another's, but it's not the same. If we know this, then why do we get frustrated with ourselves when we try something the same way someone else did it and they succeeded at it, but it does not work for us? We are forgetting that our strengths and talents make us different. We need to be thinking differently to cater to who we are. When someone or something says no to us, let's get excited about that challenge. Let's lean into it. Let's find our yes. This podcast will challenge your thinking and your habits. We will challenge you to go for no, so you can be blessed with a yes. Welcome to the podcast that will challenge you in thinking differently. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. Thank you for joining us for episode number 52. 52? Right? John is with me today. I'm very excited for today's session. So what does this mean? Number 52. Anything? It's one past 51. It's been a whole year that the podcast has been publishing episodes. 52 weeks equals one year. You are so smart. (laughs) Happy anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very excited. And with this special anniversary, we're doing something really, really fun today. We are going to do rapid fire questions to each other. I know. Yeah. At the end of this day, um, we hope we're still married. Married? Oh, no. We're ready. Ready? We're going to jump right in. You ready? I'm going to rapid fire. We're just going to take turns. You, then me, and you, then me. And this is just a way for, you know, people to get to know us and me to get to know you. Yeah. 27 years of marriage. Nervous. I am very (laughs) nervous. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's try this. Okay. I got an easy one to start off. Okay. Ready? Question number one, who is your favorite Disney prince? Prince. I could have answered like princess better. <laughs> yep, I figured. Oh, <laughs> uh, my favorite Disney prince. Yeah. You know what? I, I'm going to stay with Beauty and the Beast. Your favorite prince is? The Beast. Do you even know his name? I don't. It's the Beast. Yeah. No, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But I, I do like him because... Um, even when everything was bad, he still found good. I mean, he did a lot of searching. Okay. I okay. like it. I like okay. it. Okay. All right. I'll give that to you. All right. Here's my question to you. Okay. This is nerve wracking. It is. It is. What's the scariest thing that you ever did or have had happen to you? The scariest thing I ever did was piloting an airplane. Okay. And I'm realizing more and more. Right. How scary that was because my husband loves to watch the crash TV shows. Air that, disasters. Yeah. Okay. So I'm realizing more and more what I did not know when I was flying, but when I was flying, there were two incidents in particular. One was when I was landing an airplane one day, it was like a bouncy ball. You know how, when you throw a bouncy ball and then suddenly it like pops up higher than you threw it. That was me landing the airplane that day. That was scary. Another one was when I was flying a tail dragger, which means the tail is lower than the front. So you can't really see what's in front of you until you get flying. Um, I crashed the runway marker, which means I totally demolished the wing. What's it called? The wing strut. Is that right? 
Yep. Yeah, so the, the piece of metal that holds the wing up. Yeah, totally demolish that. Totally demolish the airport or air, air what is it? Is it a run runway marker? <laughs> I don't even know the name. Yeah, that was, oh. but my instructor was with me. That is so bad. That oh yeah, and then so one bad. day we went up and we stalled the airplane. That means you literally have zero miles an hour going when you're straight up and down in the sky and it goes into a stall spin. Yeah, that was good. Okay. But anyway. that, that's a that's a usual maneuver though. You you have to have those. Okay, and I wasn't alone. My instructor was with me, but it was scary. Can I get nerdy for a moment? You can get nerdy. Okay, on a stall, it means there's an unstable air and it causes the aircraft to kind of flip, right? Which is a spin. A spin. And then you like literally go down I do earth. know the best way to recover. Now come on, this is what I want to talk about. Because I you, did it. How about the only way to recover? This is what I did. I did I closed my eyes and let go of everything and freaked out. And that was, that was because it, it's self-corrected. So the only way to come out of a spin is that you let the aircraft go. You take your hands off the yoke and let the aircraft ride itself. It, yeah, sometimes, it corrected itself. Here's my lesson. Sometimes in life, that's the best thing that we can do in situations. You're good. When we want to try to over control it or overcompensate or go against it, we can cause more damage. Sometimes you've got to let your hands off the wheel and let it work itself mm -hmm. out. That is that's when good. I was in flight school, that's, that's what I learned too, is that, you know what? Sometimes you got to stop trying to control it. Yep. Just let it go. Let it, let it happen. Work itself out. Okay. That was extra there. That was some value add. You're awesome. Okay. Okay. My next question, what has been your most embarrassing moment in life? Oh, you know, when you live a life like me, uh, you're walking. I mean, every day tends, tends to be some embarrassment. Um, you know, oh my gosh. These honey, are hard. Honey, this, hard. This one's hard, but we've known each other for a really, really long time. And I bet if I asked you the question, what's been one of my most embarrassing moments? My embarrassing moment. I'm, you're not flipping the question on me. No, no, no. This my is embarrassment. Yeah, you answer it. I'm going to say an embarrassing moment was when I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm talking to a friend. I'm, I'm, I'm in working for my company. I'm in at work and I'm talking to the friend in front of me through email. And we're going back and forth. We're bantering back and forth. And he keeps asking me to do stuff for him. In the meantime that I'm exchanging emails from the guy in front of me, I'm working and talking to my firm that I'm working with. Like a Chicago, client. A client in Chicago. Okay. In the city of Chicago. And I'm emailing the guy in front of me. And finally, he asked me one more thing. And I'm like, what do you want to, what do you want me to do next for you? Stand up on my desk, butt naked and dance for you. And I hit send and it didn't go to the guy in front of me. It went to the client oh my in Chicago. Now, have you ever had something happen where you're, look at my face is turning red as it is, where you literally feel the temperature of your face increase like 10 degrees. And the moment I realized it, my face got hot. And you think that you remember how to recall an email like that? It doesn't happen. It was horrible. That's awesome. So I had to get on the phone. Boom. And I called up my client. And I, I proceeded with my tail between my legs to tell her, listen, I am so sorry that you received that. 
I was emailing my friend in front of me, not you, very unprofessional, please forgive me. Really what I was saying is, don't tell my manager. Did she laugh? Oh, she, very understanding, very understanding. She's probably sitting around the table right now we're, we're telling the story to some of her friends. She probably went through her own office brutal. to laugh and telling everybody. It oh, was absolutely so brutal. Okay, so we're doing something different today as well. We're actually videotaping this. So if you don't catch my podcast episode, you can catch the YouTube video. Yeah, this is going to be funny. I'm just dying laughing. My stomach hurts. This is awesome. Okay, <coughs> All right. okay. All right. Question for you. Okay. What was your last failure? My last one should be easy because it's like probably this morning, right? What does that say about you that you would say something like that? We need failure. Failure's good. Failure's not bad. And that Failure's was my that was my follow-up question. Yeah. Is in no, what's your perspective? This is good. No, this is good. Um okay, so I did a lot of training and coaching and I would probably say my last failure was um yesterday while I was coaching a client sometimes when you're a coach, you, you forget to ask questions and instead you like tell and like give advice. And that was, I caught myself yesterday. I'm like, Oh, I'm a coach. I need to ask questions. This isn't about what I think they should do. You're not a mentor at that time. Yeah. Yeah. And and mentoring has its value, but not in a coaching relationship. Yeah. Got it. Right. Yes. All right. So in that coaching, that's kind of a cheesy one, but I'm going to let you go on that one. Come on. That wasn't that bad. Thanks for judging my answer. (laughs) Okay. Here you go. Ready? What is your favorite vacation? Oh, guys, we have been blessed with some pretty good vacations. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the one thing that stands out to me is probably, I'm going to say to Cancun. Um, we've been all around the world. Riviera Maya? Riviera Maya. Mm. Um, so we've been all around the world and had some amazing vacations. But I got to tell you, the, from, from the moment we landed to the moment we left, that vacation was just perfect. I mean, personally, awesome. we spent a lot of time every morning studying and having some growth and yeah. swam with dolphins. And oh, I yeah, mean, we right. really had a great vacation. And and not to discount any of our other trips. I'm stumbling over myself because we've had some great ones, but that one just jumps out at me. Can I, I know that this, I'm going to break trend here. What was yours? Okay. So here we are in our vacation room and we have pictures of Sweden, Germany, Portugal, London. I'm sorry, honey. I'm saying the European vacation we took two years ago is definitely my favorite. And of all the countries and places we visited over like what, two weeks, my favorite was Sweden and Germany. Now I know yours is London. I get it, but I loved visiting our family in those countries because we had our own tour guides. That makes a huge difference. Now, granted, we did Stonehenge. We did an amazing uh, Winston Churchill private tour when we were in London. So London was amazing, but to have that personal tour guide was beautiful. It was just a little less nerve wracking and the pla- and their places were beautiful and they were clean. You know, that wasn't London. Um. <laughs> yeah. Be very careful when you have a, the Airbnb thing, the no, Airbnb yeah. in London. Yeah. Not a fair, yeah. but anyway, anyway, yeah, that I would say would be my favorite. Okay. Well, then there's Hawaii too. No, I'd still go for Europe. All right. Fair. 
Okay. Okay. Then what is your favorite quote and why? All right. Ooh, boy, oh boy. So I have a few of them. Mm -hmm. um, Carl Jung said, um, until you make your unconscious conscious. Right. Now we can't think of our now favorite I can't quote. think of it. Right. Um, until you make your conscious, unconscious conscious, it will like run your life and you will call it fate or something like that. I love that saying from Carl Jung. Um, my other one is Kathy's looking that up is from the Bible. Well, then my next question was going to be, what's your favorite scripture and why? That's well, I'm going to cover that one. My, my favorite scripture was a quote in Philippians. So that would have been from Paul, the apostle Paul. And it's Philippians 2, 3, and it says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in all things, consider others better than yourself. Meaning, be a servant leader. Mm. My life was created to serve others, and so I love that one. Okay, here's the Carl Young quote. Until you make your unconscious conscious, it will direct your life, and you will call it fate. I love that. Yeah, one. that was deep. <clears throat> I got to, like, read that slowly. To comprehend that totally that's good and then i would be doing an injustice if i didn't quote my favorite person ever and that is winston churchill and he says that my um something like uh <laughs> my do you want me to find it yeah yeah something like my favorite what i like best in life is is very easy i'm happily satisfied with the very best oh wow yeah that is you to a T. <laughs> There's nothing mediocre in his taste. Yeah. The greatest lesson. No, no, no that's not is, it. Since my favorite things are very simple, I'm happily satisfied with the very best. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes I love Winston Churchill. Okay. Okay. Right. I have one more question for you, but okay. I'll let you ask me. All right. So now I'm going to get a little bit deeper. All right. Ready for this? I mean, this is, this is a philosophical question. The last words out of your mouth would be what? Love you. Love you? I'm going to cry just thinking about that. Yeah. Then how important is it to make sure that you share those words? Every. Away from that situation. Every time. you know, Okay, so here's a backstory. I, um. Those are not normal words. She's tearing I up. Am. <laughs> if you're not watching video, I so am. Okay, those are not normal words that I've said until I met you. Until I met you, John, man, it was like something I noticed right away. Every time he left his parents' house, gives him a kiss and a hug, love you, love you. Every, I mean, your parents, of course you love them, but I never really said it because I was a teenager. That resonated with me. And, and, you know, it's one of those things that we have just embraced and yeah. said it so often with the kids. The kids see, see nothing different. I mean, that's just life. Love you guys. They tell us it on the phone. They tell each text, other. They tell each other. It's beautiful, beautiful. And now I feel, well, I just said it the other day to you and Lori. Lori was, is, is a coworker of John's. I'm like, love you guys. Be great today. And she said, love you too. <laughs> So, and I just got done with training from a firm in another part of the country. And the last words out of my mouth 
I am not lying to you. Yes, I love you guys. No, he's gotten in trouble in corporate America. He's been called into the president's office because he used the word love in an email and at the end of a meeting and in a video. Yeah, he loves people. And that's just weird. You get you get me, you get what I come with. Needless to say, the president and the vice president just kind of laughed and was like, they just don't know John, do they? <laughs> they that's, and that's what they said. They're like, we, we get you. We understand you. But really, you probably shouldn't say that. So yeah, absolutely. So that's my question to you. Come on, what you got now? Okay, last one. Last one? We're just getting started. I, I got know, some good ones. No, no, we're going to do two more. We're driving today for three hours. We got a lot of fun stuff. <laughs> you want to do two more? Yeah, I do want to Okay, I'll give more. you an easy one then. Well, we just did. Okay, so um, what's your favorite season? Summer. Summer. Even though I you love You sound like Olaf. I love <laughs> I love the fall because of football. I love the spring because you're coming out of that other season. Um I love the summer, winter man. because snow well it's not, it's not okay, a question anyway. for you. <laughs> you're right. Summer because you can do so much in the summer. Oh man, we endure winter to get to summer. So yeah. Okay. And it's my birthday month. And it's your summer. birthday month. Absolutely. Um, all right, so I, I only have a couple, two more questions, right? So I've got to make mm -hmm. these count. Mm -hmm. um, Wait, how many do you have? Like 50? Here, you ready for this one? I am. You find a lamp and you rub it and a genie comes out and he says, not three, but one wish. You get one wish. What would it be? Can I wish for more wishes? No, Aladdin told you you can't. One wish. Kitchenay army. Uh, no, I hate these questions. Well, it's not going to be easy. Today because part of me says, I want to wish for a, just a ton, a lot of money. So that that's I, all right. Right. Then I don't. Yeah. That, but money brings. But options. now I got to think deeper. I got to think like philosophical and oh. just what comes to your mind. Don't make this. What up. comes to my mind is I wish my family makes it to heaven. We all meet again in heaven. That's what comes to mind besides money. Hey, money would be good. <laughs> money would be good too. <laughs> okay. Acceptable. Absolutely. Okay. Last question for you. You ready? Yes. How did cancer change you? Wow. Wow. And I can ask this with a smile on my face because physically it's gone. It is gone. We but how we did it change it. you? So anytime, I mean, we've all experienced like life-changing events. Anytime that we have that, we help recalibrate our, our priorities, what's important to us. And um, cancer gave me a zest for life that I might've taken for granted. I might've always had a zest for life, but I think I've taken it for granted, assuming that tomorrow will always come. Right. And having cancer, although I don't ever feel that my life was in jeopardy in my cancer, um, cancer's bad regardless, <clears throat> um, but I now look at sunsets and sunrises with an entirely different scope. You do get kind of nerdy about it, like very intentional at night to get on the deck and see the sunrise I or will, sunset. I will purposely go out there and sit in my chair and watch my favorite movie of the day. And that's that sunset because... I don't ever want to take those for granted. Mm. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. And so when the sun comes up, I, I tell God, this is a great show. This was a good one, the best one yet. And so, yeah, that's, that's what that's I think. Good. That's, that's good. That's what mine is. Okay. 
All right. You ready for this one? Yes. You leave the house to never come back into it. And you get to grab one thing in this house. One thing. What's the one thing you grab? I used to think about this a lot when I was little. And I, my answer when I was younger was my blue blankie. <laughs> right? But it helps me sleep good. It goes under my neck. It's perfect. No, no. There's one purpose for the blue blankie. And we, you and I both know it. It's to, to catch my drool. It's to wipe up that drool. For 27 years, I've watched this woman wake up and I'll say good morning. And normally the first words out of her mouth is. <laughs> okay. Boy, talk about a level of transparency to our audience. So I've grown up now and I didn't think the blue blankie was still on my list, but now I'm thinking it would be very beneficial. But no, the one thing I would grab would be my computer because everything is on it. Like pictures and my, my journals and my passwords or, you know, all, my life is on my computer. So I know that doesn't sound too fun, but that's what I would do. That's amazing how generations have changed because I, I, 20 years ago, probably people would have said I would have thrown out photo albums. Yeah, you're right. Because you can't replace the photo albums. Well, now it's all digital on the computer. Right. So that's that's all right. Right. Good. So there you have it. All what, right. what would you grab? Um, my wallet. Well, you don't remember it every other day, so why would you remember it then? Not only are we transparent, but we're really kind of kind of digging a little bit. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> all right, this is fun. This is really fun. I challenge you all to create a list of these kinds of questions. There's actually a really cool game out there. I cannot remember. My daughter just bought it last weekend when she was home. And it's just full of these kinds of questions to ask to get to know people. Even after 27 years of marriage can be very, very fun. So I encourage you, create your list of questions. Create this kind of fun experience to get to know people that you think you do know. And I think as a couple, this is always a great exercise because we always assume that we know our mates, right? And so this right. is a great time to, wow, I never knew that about you or I didn't think about that. What a great and valuable lesson this is, is to just never stop trying to learn about each other. Right, very true, very true. Well, it is our one year anniversary for the podcast and I do have some changes coming coming very, very soon. Ooh, we don't know if we like changes. This will be fun. For the next few weeks, I am going to actually showcase some of the most popular episodes. Uh, but the video is, is one of the changes and yeah, there's a little bit more coming. So keep, keep tuning in and keep letting me know what, what you'd like to hear about. Till next time, make it a great day. I hope this topic has challenged you in thinking differently as you strive to grow from success to world-class Please follow this podcast, visit our websites, and follow Unity Consulting and Chef Kathy on Facebook. That's chef, like a cook, C-H-E-F. Be sure to share this with your friends. I look forward to connecting with you next time to challenge your habits so that you are more efficient and fully empowered.